Steve's NRL season previews the Penrith Panthers. Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL season previews for 2022. I'm your host Stephen Westaway. The team list about an hour and a half away. They drop at 4pm and Steve's NRL footy tips will be returning at 5.30 this afternoon. It's going to be a huge show. We're going to predict every game in the round one matchups. We're going to be talking about uh, who I think are going to be the specials in 2021. I'll be giving my best bets. I'm looking at the best buys in Supercoach for the start of the season. So remember to check that out when it drops at 5.30 on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor, or wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcasts. But today, I've got one last season preview. So let's look at last year's premiers, the Penrith Panthers. They defeated the South Sydney Rabbitohs in the grand final, 14 points to 12. And, you know, that grand final could have went either way. It was a tough battle, and that's something you could say about all the Penrith's finals matches last season. They lost round one of the finals to the Rabbitohs. I believe that one was 16-10. Beat the Eels 8-6. Just got over the top of the storm, and then just beat the Rabbitohs in the grand final as well. But if one there's, there's one thing you can say about Penrith in 2021. They were a hardened football team, and they were a team that were primed to win that premiership after the devastating loss in the 2020 grand final. They went one better. They got it done last season, but now all the pressure is going to be on them to back it up again in 2022. All the other teams are looking to target them, just like they always are with the premiers. And Penrith, they've lost a couple. Um, they've lost a few players. Uh, Nathan Cleary, he's had the first three weeks of this competition. It's good that it's only early in the season that he's going to be out for, but um, you know the pressure's on the Premiers every time they take the field because every other team are going to be trying to bring their best and, and bring out their big guns to try to combat the Panthers. And we saw it with Melbourne last year. They were so great throughout the regular season, dominated everything. They just ran out of steam at the back end of the year and you know, backing up a premiership into another one, never an easy task. Only two teams have done it within the last 30 years and being the Broncos and the Sydney Roosters who did it a few years ago. Ken Penrith joined that coveted, those covenant sides and, and do it again. It, it remains to be seen, but they're in a very good position to do so because, um, you know, they had one of the best attacks in the league last year, but they struggled at certain points to score points. They ranked fourth. In attack last season, they scored about 25 points a game, but the defense, some of the best you ever see. They only conceded 11.6 points per game. Outstanding. Um, one of the best defensive efforts we've ever seen in the game, and that really was their mentality all season. We saw it in the finals. They were narrowly winning games, but their opposition didn't score more than 16 points at any point during the final season, and that's why they were able to go on and win that grand final because of their defensive efforts. If they weren't scoring, they were causing line dropouts. They uh, forced over two or three line dropouts per game. They were tackled 32 times in opposition 20-meter line um, throughout the se- throughout the, a, a game last season. And, you know, that hard work and the fact that their forward pack was really to get uh, able to get over the top of opposition. Let, and, and even like Nathan Cleary's game management skills and how his kicking game was so accurate and always found the grass. It just really put the onus back on the opposition to try to get out of their own half. And Penrith's forwards bashed and they made plenty of metres themselves. And that's ultimately why Penrith are premiers. And, um, you know, we talk about all these superstars of the game and Nathan Cleary, um, probably going to be the most influential halfback that I've seen 
since Andrew Johns. I mean, I know that Cooper Cronk was there, and, and I mean, I guess we can count first as a halfback. He played half his career there, half his career at five eight. So at least the best we've seen since first, and, and he's just been on another level this year, and he needs to come back healthy if they're going to get a chance of going back-to-back. He had the first three weeks, but when he gets on back on board, um, we're going to see how they go. And I predicted last season that I didn't think Penrith could win the competition because it was always harder to back up because they had such a historic year in 2020. It was going to be really hard to back up in 2021. I know they didn't win the comp in 2020, but so much went their way. And the bounce at the ball and just the effort, always hard to back up, and they did it. Can they do it again? Will I question them again? Um... If we look at the player movements, they've gained Christian Crichton from the Canterbury Bulldogs. He's a decent backup um, utility there. Sean O'Sullivan, uh, a decent halfback as well from the New Zealand Warriors. Um, and some young guys, including Maverick Geyer, the young son of um, of MG. Um, and, you know, he, uh, of Mark Geyer. And he had a really good preseason, so we'll see if he can break his way into the team at any point of the year. But if we look at NRL's com's best 17. Uh, they've got Dylan Edwards at fullback for the Panthers. Toe and Charlie Staines will be the, the wingers. Staines gets a chance after the departure of uh, Burden and Montrosky. Croydon and Targo um, going to be the centres. Luai and Cleary, of course, the premiership winning halves. Leota, Fisher-Harris, Corsia, all key components of last year's premiership win side. They're all there still. Same as Kikau, Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo. Kurt Capewell's gone, but they've still got the crux of that forward pack in place. And Kenny... Eisenhoff, Sorensen, and Spencer Liu on their bench. Now, look at that side, and that's an intimidating side on, on paper. It's the majority of their premiership winning side. They're going to be so hard to beat in 2022, the Penrith Panthers. And um, it's just whether they have enough energy in the bank, if they can just... Because, you know, every team wants that premiership. Penrith's going to need to want it more than any other team if they're going to go back-to-back. Uh, you know, it's, it's never an easy task, and... They need to find the motivation. They need to find a will to do it. But considering what we've seen over the last couple of years, they are more than capable of uh, potentially finding that and doing what so few teams, so few premiers have managed to do over the course of history. So I wouldn't be ruling out Penrith at all in terms of going back-to-back. If we look at their round one potential team, then they're going to have a majority of people on board. Nathan Cleary's the big loss. Um, They want to take a safety first approach in terms of his recovery which is probably the smart thing you want him on board for those big games near the end of the season so he's going to be missing at least the first three opening weeks Sean O'Sullivan the former Warriors half uh, gets his opportunity there um, to make a make an impression I think he's done a really good job I think he played the Roosters as well um, I think he's done a good job being a halfback before and he's going to have a you know a, a high quality team around him this season and I think that he He'll be able to do his job in there for him. Um, Charlie Staines will get his reprieve in round one, potentially. Um, other than that, they're looking all full strength. They're looking um, ready to go. Dylan Edwards and, and Fisher-Harris have figured out their injury problems. And, you know, Fisher-Harris is such an important component of this team. that He's one of the best props in the RL. He really inspires those around him, him and Isaiah Yo, and the amount of, four, the amount of yardage that Fisher-Harris makes a game is outstanding. Um I think it's a big year for Jerome Luai, especially in the first few weeks, because Luai, I said it last year, sometimes he just goes missing in games, and you ask, and you wonder where he is on the field, and uh, our good, my good friend Jake Barakos, who was a guest last year on the show, said that as well, um, but for Luai, I mean, it's important for him to just be able to play his natural running game, he's got to find that running game again, and 
He's going to have a lot of pressure in the early rounds to uh, control the team without Cleary there. But once Cleary's there, he needs to not overplay his hand, just simplify it and, you know, be able to make a difference. Because as great as Nathan Cleary is and, you know, the form that he's been in the last few years is outstanding. He can't do it all the time. And sometimes he's going to turn to Luan. Luan's going to be able to have to respond. And that's one thing, despite the fact they won the grand final last year, I didn't see enough of Jerome Luan. Um when it mattered, if if CFs have you know if CFs winning with five minutes left to go, is Jerome Luai going to be the guy that's going to be able to win you the premiership? I'm still unconvinced, even though you know he is a premiership winner. So we'll see how they go um, this year. We'll see how Jerome Luai goes. Will he retain his state of origin jumper? That's another question um, to be answered throughout the season. So um, I mean, Penrith they've got now you know three big games to start the season without Cleary. They start with a huge game against Penrith, considering that Penrith uh, against Manly. Sorry, considering Manly, uh, you know, got the superstar in Tom Turbo, and they're going to be looking to better their 2021. And then they follow up against the game against the Dragons, which the Dragons are looking to be in some pretty good, you know, form line in the trials. We'll see if they can translate it to NRL, but that could be a game, big game for them as well. And then against the Knights, so. Um, that round one game against Manly on Thursday night shape's been an important one for the Premiers. At the end of the day, do I think they can go back to back to Panthers? I think that it is very possible. I think that they, if they can get everybody fit and healthy, and um, you know, because they've been so fortunate in terms, they haven't had too many injuries over the last couple of years, and the ones that they have had, like Edwards and uh, Fish Harrison and Cleary, they've surprisingly be able to manage them, and a lot of times they've been able to play through them, but. I just think that, you know, these other teams are hungrier this year and they want it. I just think there's other teams that want it a little bit more than Penrith. Now, as I said, they're going to be a, a very hard team to beat. I don't know if they're going to be losing three games in the regular season. I think that there's teams that are really going to be stepping up. They've got a huge target. They had a target on their back last year, but the target just gets bigger this year. Sure, Penrith can show that they can handle it. They've got so many superstars in their teams. I just don't know how much the energy drives are going to be depleted near the end of the year. I don't know how much they've got left in the tank. Can they do it a third year in a row? Can they make three consecutive grand finals in a row? It's a hard thing to do. And to be honest, I'd question if any team can do it. So, um, you know, you've seen some great teams over the years. Teams like Melbourne do it, the Parramatta of the 80s, the Dragons won 11 premierships in a row, for God's sake, in the, in the 50s and 60s. But in the modern game... Other teams are always gunning for you. They're always looking to improve. And Penrith, you've got to be able to uh, to stay and want it as much as some of these other teams want it now that they've risen to the mountain. And we saw that off-field drama after they won the grand final last year. They've just got to focus on football, Penrith, and concentrate what have they been successful at the last two years and continue it. I've got them as preliminary finalists. I don't think they're going to make the grand final. I've got them finishing fourth. Um, you know, they could prove me wrong, just like I said about Melbourne. But... I just have doubts about where they're going to be at the end of the season in terms of mentality and in terms of what they're going to have left in the tank. Will they be able to go to that next level this season? I have doubts. So that's what I think about Penrith and their chances in 2022. What did you guys think? What do you do? What do you think they can go one better? Do you think they can go back to back in 2022? Do you think fourth's an accurate place to finish uh, for them to finish in 2022? Let me know in the comments below. Like Steve's NRL Footy Tips on Facebook to keep notified. Check out the Round 1 podcast, which will drop at 5.30 this afternoon. And go back and check out all the other 15 season previews that I've done uh, this season. 
who do you guys think are going to win the competition? We won't have to wait long for it to start. It all kicks off on Thursday night. I'm excited. I'll see you guys on Steve's Arrow Footy Tips Round 1. Thank you guys for checking out the show, and thank you for all your support.